I'm not going to belabor this point of the praying man and personal purity, but we will take one more reading from this chapter, E.M. Bounds' book, Purpose in Prayer. There is one passage, one sentence that really jumped out at me. I'm going to jump later in the chapter, but I'd like to read this for you. Mr. Bounds says this, Only praying hands can build for God. Only praying hands can build for God. We wonder why our machinations and labor so feeble, so useless. It comes to naught. Maybe it's because we've never folded our hands before beginning the work. But we jump in here. Many church leaders seem to think that if they can be prominent as men of business or money, influence, of thought, of plans, scholarly attainments, of eloquent gifts, of conspicuous activities, that these are enough and will atone for the absence of the higher spiritual power that only much praying can give. But how vain and paltry are these achievements in the serious work of bringing glory to God, controlling the church for him, and bringing it into full accord with its divine mission. We're looking for praying men and holy men, men of purity, whose presence in the church will make it like a censer of holiest incense flaming up to God. You see, with God, the man counts for everything. Rites and forms, rituals, organizations have little meaning. Unless they are backed up by the holiness of the man, they are offensive in God's sight. Isaiah one thirteen, God said this, Incense is an abomination unto me, the new moons and Sabbaths, the calling of assemblies, I cannot away with. It is iniquity, even the solemn meeting. Now, why has God spoken so strongly against his own ordinances? Because personal purity had failed. The impure man had tainted all the sacred institution of God and defiled them. Does that sound like today? Men have built him glorious temples and have striven and exhausted themselves to please God by all manners of gifts. But in lofty strains, he has rebuked these proud worshipers and rejected their princely gifts. Another passage from Isaiah says, Heaven is my throne and the earth is my footstool. Where is the house that ye build unto me? And where is the place of my rest? For all those things hath mine hand made, and all those things have been, saith the Lord. He that killeth an ox is as if he slew a man. He that sacrificeth a lamb as if he cut off a dog's neck. He that offereth an oblation as if he offered swine's blood. He that burneth incense as if he blessed an idol. Basically, in short, what he's saying is, everything's been turned on its head. All of these rituals, rites, and works have been turned into the worst possible offerings. Nothing good is coming of this. Mr. Bounds continues, Turning away in disgust from these costly and profane offerings, he declares, But to this man will I look. Here is the type of person that gets God's attention. Even to him that is poor and of a contrite spirit and trembleth, at my word. This truth is fundamental that God regards the personal purity of the man more than he regards any sacrifice or any ceremony. In fact, God has given so much regard to man that he has put a kind of discount on all else. 
This truth suffers when ordinances are made much of and forms of worship multiply. The man and his spiritual character depreciate as church ceremonies increase. The simplicity of worship is lost in religious aesthetics or in the gaudiness of religious forms. Last paragraph here. This truth, that the personal purity of the individual is the only thing for which God cares, is lost sight of when the church begins to value men for what they have. When the church in any way eyes a man's money, social standing or belongings, then spiritual values are at a fearful discount, and the tears of penitence, the heaviness of guilt, are never seen at her portals. Worldly bribes have opened and stained the pearly gates of the church by the entrance of the impure. You see, God is looking for personal purity and prayer. If he's looking for that, is he finding it with me and you? I sure hope so. Well, I shouldn't hope so. I should just work for it to be true. I hope you will along with me. Let's get a hold of a righteous, a holy God through prayer. He's a good God. He's a worthy God. Let's spend some time with him. God bless. Have a great day for his glory.